Welcome to the Mill Spouse Coffee House Podcast. Your podcast baristas Leslie and Brittany have a latte on their minds. My kid gets in the dishwasher, that's the first thing she grabs is the knife. To like use all the help. All the help. Am I the only one that's weirded out by that situation? <laughs> I'm not gonna ask. You don't have to get dressed. You can do online hungover, y'all. That's true. Yeah. That's funny. Here are your hosts, Leslie and Brittany. And I pulled in my driveway two days ago to like this neighbor who is actually, I don't really like him. He's a jerk. <laughs> and uh, they were there talking to him. And I was like, oh, hey, guys. How's it going? It was like so awkward. Hey, Joy. Hi. Hi. How are you? <laughs> Look, I'm Joy good. has like a serious setup. I know. I, Joy, I was just telling Leslie that I was like, I think that Joy thinks that I'm like an idiot because <laughs> I kept sending the wrong link. Like I've been all over the place the past couple of weeks so I apologize for the scattered oh that's okay I was freaking out because I was like oh my gosh she probably had to wake up at like four <laughs> o'clock this morning to do 7 30 no. no 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 I'm in I'm in central time so <laughs> so we're good are you you're not in California no Leslie said that you're kind of close to you her are. yeah yeah I'm in I'm in North Carolina right now good. but I I was in California last week traveling, so the time zones got all wonky. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Well, just heads up, we are recording. We went ahead and pressed record in the beginning. Okay. Um, Sometimes we we find out that, like, we've said things, and then we're like, oh, crap, we should have recorded that. It wasn't recorded, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) So, um so we're recording now, and I do have my two-year-old in the background, and you might hear the movie Rio, so... Sorry. <laughs> I'm also on a robe drinking wine. It's the best part of this podcast. It's all good. I'm so all good. Um, I'm not drinking coffee if that's okay. Oh, I've got I've got lemonade. I know y'all have wine, but I <laughs> I need some wine actually. See? There's central time though, so you got an hour. You got an hour to get it. That's true. You're behind us. That's true. Yeah, can time. you hear me okay? I'm mm-hmm. using a mic. Yeah, you sound yes, good. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Let me Joy, so. you have it way more together than we do. Like, <laughs> you know what you're well, doing. remember, I tried to start a podcast. I only, I just have all this stuff. I haven't actually done. Have you, you haven't done any more, like, recently? No, I haven't. It's on the back burner. I feel mm-hmm. okay about it. You have a good voice for a podcast. Thank you. Mm-hmm. That that's added. That's an added boost for me to want to <laughs> get it going eventually. <laughs> what would you want to do? What would you? Um. Well, I had an initial idea, and we'll probably get into it when I tell my story, but um, my first couple years out of college and, like, working a real job, Mm -hmm. uh, I kind of, I felt like I kind of had it handed to me, (laughs) and I, like, thought I had it all together. I, like, did all the right things I was supposed to do all through school, and then I found the workplace to be, like, really challenging. And um, I thought I was having a quarter life crisis. And then once I got over that hump, I find, you know, through that time you mature and you learn like office politics and all of that stuff, but no one tells you ahead of time. Um, So after I got over that, I started talking to younger, um, younger women who are going through the same thing. And they, they too thought they were going through a quarter life crisis. I was like, oh no, honey, that's not even happened yet. (laughs) 
so it was going to be, um, I was going to, well, it's going to be called Rookie Mistakes, and we're going to talk about like those early years of professional life and those lessons that you learn through mistakes that hopefully like we can avoid for other people. That's really cool. I Don't love, you that, love idea. that. Yeah, because I'm in. I've been in corporate America since 2006, and yeah. there are definitely a lot of politics and a lot of yeah, things you just... learn. No one tells you in college, mm -hmm. or if they did tell you, you weren't, you didn't have the ears for it. Like, you right. really just goes or right. Like you were drunk me. the whole time, like me, <laughs> <laughs> or that. <laughs> and so it didn't matter. You were going to take that on. So on that note, I'm going to press start on our timer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Welcome to Millstyle's Coffee House podcast. I'm here with my co-host Leslie O'Brien. Hey, y'all. And we cheers. are, yeah, tonight. cheers. Tonight we are recording with wine, and we are here with um, our friend Joy. Joy, welcome to the show. Hi. We are so glad that you're here to join us today. And yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah. So today we're just going to be talking about what it's like to be. Wait, what is it? What it's old. like? Oh, well, not oh, old. We Sorry, Joy's not old, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> you look younger older, than me. Older than average in the military spouse world. Yes. Becoming a military spouse later than average when your spouse joins the military older than most. So we know, Leslie, you were, you were a spring chicken when you came yeah. into the military mm -hmm. life. So, 19, which is probably average. I mean, I feel like maybe 20 is average. I would, call, I would call 19 average. You would yeah. think 19 is average? I was 25. Joy, how, were okay. you, how old were you when you came Yeah, in? I was 26. Okay. So, um, yeah, I'd love to hear. Uh, let's talk about it. Yeah, let's go for it. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm interested to hear yeah, all Yeah, Joy, it tell it. Yeah, you, give us, your, give us your, um, your opinion on it and your experience, and then we'll jump in. Sure. So, um, yeah, I'm Joy. Uh, I'm so excited to be here. I, uh, what is it? I've been, what is, we call it married to the Marine Corps yes, um, for think. coming up two years now. So I'm still, it's still new. Um, and then probably like most people's stories, we were long distance for well, almost the first year of marriage. So that's also not very uncommon in this community. Right. right? Mm -hmm. Um, so my husband and I, we met in college, and he's been on this, like, lifelong journey of becoming an officer. Not there yet. Um, after two tries at OCS, he was like, forget it. I'm just going to enlist. Um, but at this point, he was 25 or 26. And um, as you can imagine, like, most, most people are enlisting in the military after high school. Yeah, um, that could be, like, a whole like, podcast with the Marines or anybody enlisted. <laughs> so, like, maybe a year after high school, but really um, less join after college and then, and then some. Right. So, um, he decided to enlist and then kind of finagle his way up and still on this quest to becoming an officer. Um, so in the meantime, I didn't grow up in the Marine Corps like he did. So um, while we were dating, I was trying to wrap my head around it. And it's been the slope. It, well, I guess I caught on. But <clears throat> uh, 
learn my way through <laughs> what it would be like right. to be a significant other. Um, and then just the, the strange phenomenon that happens through boot camp and MCT and then uh, what MOS school is eventually you're like, we have to get married. <laughs> right. Yeah. You, you, you so know. it happened to me. It can happen to anybody. <laughs> um, yeah. And, you know, since we were older, we had to have conversations of, um, we were both living and working in New York City. Um, we were working in the ad industry. So we had like, you know, real legit jobs. Um, and it was going to be, it, it was an interesting journey to try to figure out how I could continue to have a career. Um, but be a spouse and potentially have to move around and live in live in strange places that wouldn't have ad agencies to work at. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Um, so that was fun. Uh, we did that. I guess backing up to the journey, that whole boot camp phenomenon too. I want to talk about that and the Facebook groups. <laughs> oh, we could let's do Facebook groups. Oh my god. Um. So let me see. I think I'm off track. Oh, that happens all the time here. We are like we're like the train that falls off the tracks all the time. Mm-hmm. What do they call it? The hot I'm mess express. The hot mess express. <laughs> we we got married and spent that year long distance. So I was still working in New York. He was going through MOS school, which was abnormally long for his MOS. And then also they had like a six-month waiting period for school to start. So it's a long time. Um, and that's really when I started the journey. I was like, okay, I'm gonna, we're taking it seriously now. So I need to figure out how to take my job on the road. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and it was a long process of, you know, trying, working really closely with my boss to figure out if I could keep my job and they would let me work remotely, um, or figure out how I could start my own thing. <laughs> so yeah. none of that, that, that your boss wanted to like, was willing to even, you know, work with you. Cause a lot of military spouses are like, nope, you're out. If you're moving, mm-hmm. we're done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it was really good. I had an excellent boss, probably the best boss ever. Um, we worked really closely. I worked at a small agency at the time, and um, but everyone came from big agencies, so it was like it was kind of weird for everyone how small the team was and how like flat the organization was. So my boss uh, is like you know, six steps up from me on the ladder, but we had to like do the same work, you know? Interesting. <laughs> oh. um, so we, we built a really close relationship and she was a really good mentor and sponsor for me. Um, so that relationship was very good. I thought I had a similar rapport with the HR person or the chief operating officer. So when I, confidently set a meeting with her to tell her that I was getting married and becoming a military spouse and that I was going to be moving and I wanted to explore opportunities within the to grow to grow within the company she mm-hmm. took that as a resignation so oh. yep. <laughs> so I, but you're not it happens to many of us it happens to ever yeah 
Yeah. It happens to more people than you know. It happened to me, and then they called me back a year later to, to work from home. So. Oh, it took a year, though? Mm-hmm. It took a year, because I started in 2006, and they called me back in 2000, and well, a year and a half. Yeah, I guess a year, because I, I, I left end of 2006. They called me back 2008 to work from home, so I've been working remotely right. since then. Yeah. yeah. Well, how did you stay in contact with them? Or like, how did, how did that work out? I constantly let them know like where we were going. Cause I, when I left the company, I said, I can work from home, you know, like we're, I, I'm not leaving because I don't like the company. I'm not leaving because of anything else other than my husband's relocate or he was my fiance at the time. And um, I was like, I can work from home. And so every time we move, I was like, we're moving here and this is where I'm working. And it's, I don't like it, you know, or whatever. And mm-hmm. so um, I constantly was in touch with my boss. But my boss also, it, the industry that I work in is a really small industry. If you know one person, you know everybody. My mom used to, my boss used to work for my mother years and years and years ago. So there's that connection there too. So they always just kind of used me as like, and they knew that they didn't have to train me, right? Because I already knew the job. So that was, that was less training time that they had to do. And I kind of used that to my advantage because I was like, you don't have to train totally. me. Just send me a computer. I know what to do. So that's awesome. Well, that's a great tip is just like be relentless. Yeah, (laughs) literally just constantly. And that was before Facebook really even, you know, people weren't really using Facebook the way that they do now. So you weren't really updating where you were going. I would literally send them an email and be like, this is where we're going. Good for you. You work from home. (laughs) Here I am. Just I'm in your face. If you want to hire anybody. Pick I'm here. Pick me. It's a really good tip. Yeah. I'm gonna remember that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, so um, the not so nice ladies were they ladies? I don't know. You know, did you specify about when you went in and they said they took it as a resignation? Oh yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, she took it as a resignation because I was talking about like I enjoy these parts of my job. I enjoy these other types of roles um <laughs> and trying to create a new role for myself right, essentially right. Um, and telling her that I would be moving eventually and it all didn't work out very well um but eventually I made peace with it because after going through all of that and all of the political scheming of trying to get me to be hired and work remotely. I also just realized that I didn't actually love my job. Mm. I loved the idea of my job because it was like so closely tied to what I went to school for. And I had already decided that that was going to be my career. Um, But at the end of the day, I thought about it and I was like, well, I work a lot of hours I'm very stressed. I'm micromanaged. And we sit around and talk about stupid things that don't really make the world a better place. (laughs) I worked in ad agencies where I sold, you know, very, very well-known consumer brands. And it's She did sell wine, y'all. She sold, or uh, advertised for wine, right? Yeah. So, um, Mm -hmm. so yeah, we would like sit around. I worked on Yellowtail and we would, we like had endless arguments about kangaroos and like how it looked. It like, <laughs> I'm so it drinking real. Yellowtail right now though. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, does the kangaroo look real? Do they know it's a puppet? Do people care? Is it a puppet? I didn't know it was a puppet. It's a puppet? See, this is great. You would have saved me so much time back. <laughs> 
that we, where were we when we needed you? Right. <laughs> but isn't it? Is it okay? Where does the kangaroo come from now that we're on the subject? Yeah, really. Well, so in the latest round of commercials, it's an animatronic kangaroo. So okay. it's like a robot kangaroo. Right. With puppet <laughs> That's arms. pretty cool. <laughs> puppet arms and then some slight like modifications through um through like computer graphics. Okay. There's a huge miscommunication on like how much computer graphics there would be in the budget. And that's where all of all of my Christmas went <laughs> was oh that my discussion. Gosh, talking about the kangaroo puppet versus computer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and that wasn't the first time. It was just like every ad campaign I'd ever worked on. We had these crazy kooky conversations that at the time felt very important and life altering. But at the end of the day, it was like, is this going to sell more cheap wine? I don't know. <laughs> Probably not. Um, I don't care if it's a puppet or if it's um, right? or animated. So, I'll be drinking it anyway. Right, the price range is <laughs> right, and it tastes it tastes like what you need it to taste. Like. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, if you eat with like chocolate with it, it's better. I mean, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, like right? that's what people care about. You drink a whole bottle, it tastes even better. Right. It's fine. <laughs> so I realized that one, the job wasn't very fulfilling. Um, I clearly like my, the company I was working for was not on the same page and I probably, I, it was like, I probably didn't effectively try to negotiate that situation for myself and it was okay. Mill Spouse Coffee House is excited to partner with the incredibly funny Maggie, Sarah, and Jackie over at How to Mill Spouse. Let's have a listen to what they have to say about today's topic. What is up, Mill fam? It's your favorite bruja here, Sarah Hirschberger Valencia. Joining me, as always, is the enchanting Jackie Seeley. Oh, hello. And the mesmerizing Maggie Muchado. Mm, hi. Providing you with another how-to mill spouse hot take. The Coffeehouse Mujeres are talking about what it's like becoming a mill spouse a little later than the average mill spouse. And that's totally our story. My mill spouse and I were going, going through. Your mill spouse? Yeah, my mill spouse. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, he's my. No, no, you're right. My, my spouse and I were going through a quarter-life crisis. We we were we just turned 25. We were living in a small town, working dead-end jobs, going nowhere. And he always wanted to join the Marines, so I encouraged him to try out. I'm oh, yeah. I'm using right. the wrong I'm using the wrong term, <laughs> a, aren't I? It's an audition. Yeah. Try out audition. Get on well, stage, baby. Show him what you got. <laughs> and well, you know, now I'm a mill spouse. And there so here are a few funny situations I ran into being an older new mill spouse. Yeah, like these are all things where it's like we're grown ass women, but we're still so clueless when it comes to the military. And like yeah. you can get away with it when you're 19 and, and cute and you don't have wrinkles yet. <laughs> but like when don't you're say at a, the W you, word, we listen. talked about that. <laughs> but when you're older and you don't know how to do these things, it is a heavy, heavy weight upon our old oh, wrinkly chest. Okay, so here's something. Here's a good comparison. Like, when I know how to, when we know how to trade stock shares, what up, NASDAQ? NASDAQ. still don't understand the ranking system, right? Yeah, I like, um, that one time I was picking up my husband from work, and, of course, he was running late. Shocking. 
Um, but when I went to, you know, park the car to wait for him, I realized each parking spot had a rank written on it, and I couldn't remember which one was my husband's, <laughs> and I didn't want to guess, and then, you know, park in someone's spot and piss them off, so I just parked off to the side like a dummy in the, in the red, yeah, in the red you zone. You just parked right on the grass like a normal human. <laughs> I'm just, like, over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> When I've literally traveled all throughout Europe by myself, Mm -hmm. but I still get lost in the MCX, WPQY. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I have this story. When I was a brand new mill spouse, like I was like a week old newborn mill spouse. (laughs) I, yeah. And I went to the MCX to run an errand for my husband and you know he needed this like olive green duct tape like he was very specific and so i thought i was like okay maybe they have their own military grade duct tape and i went and asked the person at the counter and she was just like oh honey it's just duct tape like she was very patronizing (laughs) you dumb piece of shit please tell me she was like 18 and like cut off shorts and like Mm. a tank top and rhinestone (laughs) that said baby or something (laughs) on the butt on the butt she was a little literal infant (laughs) oh good god okay here's another one uh, when I beat ass at Scrabble and I do the New York Times crossword puzzle every morning in paper format, fuckers. But military terms, still a mystery for me. Don't know what's going on. Don't know what we're talking about. I'm constantly calling my husband's uniforms by the wrong names. Like, I often, I often call his cover a hat. Yeah. Or I'll say like sombrero, like I'll just call it what it's <laughs> yeah. not supposed to be called. And when I can't remember the terms for his alphas or Charlie Charlie's, I'll just call it that blue outfit with the bucket hat or the, the tan outfit with the paper hat. Oh my god, the paper hat. It looks like they made a little <laughs> yeah, toy bow right? out of newspaper. Right, right. Okay, right I, I do I, I you know, I've realized the names, but it's just fun to say that now just because it kinda like bothers him just like to get the reaction. I was like, Yeah, yeah your your yeah. outfits, how cute. They Aww. get so mad. <laughs> your little costume. Your costume. <laughs> okay, okay. How about this, you guys? Okay, okay, okay tell us Jackie. Get- an amen. No, because you haven't told us yet. Okay. <laughs> when, when you know how to properly fold a fitted sheet, you oh, know, like the real shitty ones shit. that we put on. Oh, mattress, I just bunch yeah. mine. I just bunch mine up and throw it in the closet. Yeah, when, uh, you, when you don't just roll it in a ball and shove it under. Yeah. The bed. Well, no when is like in loose like fold it. quotes. Like no. Like at least yeah. we know what it is, but. Like, we don't know anything when it comes to uniform etiquette. Like, I still don't know. Like, where to pin shit, how to... No. Like, I have no idea. The velocity (laughs) and angle of pinning on (laughs) Getting out a ruler to measure. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) like, go fuck yourself. (laughs) Uh, that's funny because once this younger mill spouse asked me, she was like, how do you fold your husband's sleeves on his uniform? And I just, <laughs> and I just bluntly, like, I just, sometimes I just come off blunt and I don't like, I, you know, I'm not trying to be rude or whatever. Oh, thanks. Um, but I, I just like bluntly replied. I was like, I don't. And, yeah. and I, and she like, I think I might've offended her. My bad. Did she give you judgy eyes? She was just like, like she, she like clutched her pearls a little bit. And yeah. I was just like, oh my bad, sorry. That's his yeah. thing. I don't yeah. do his uniforms. 
<laughs> nope. Hard pass. So, yeah. So, basically, the older you get, the less fucks you give. Mm-hmm. Pretty much sums mm-hmm. it right up. Mm-hmm. So, thanks for tuning in for another How to Mill Spouse hot take. Now, back to the coffeehouse mill spouses. Bye. Bye. <laughs> thanks so much, How to Mill Spouse ladies. Y'all are so funny. And now, back to Mill Spouse Coffeehouse. So um, I, I did two months fun employed, I call it. Um, <laughs> um, and it was fun employed because I was like financially prepared for it. So that's what I do now oh, and good. part of my journey. So, so are most had, military spouses fun employed? I mean, give us a definition of fun employed. Joy. So I called it fun employed um, because I – personally just decided to make peace with what had happened. Um, and I was going to be able to pay my rent and cover all of my bills from my savings without any trouble. So that gave me the cushion that I needed to feel like I can take this time to like really enjoy living in New York City while I can and just network with all of my loose connections to try to create a job that I really love and that I can do on my own terms. Yeah, I feel like most awesome. military spouses are not fun employed. <laughs> I was, that's, yeah, that's kind of right because we're pretty much strapped all the time. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, yeah. just in general. It's only but I fun. Love that you did that. Yeah, that's it's only awesome. fun when you've got a plan. <laughs> right. Well, but see, I think that also ties to you coming in as an older military spouse, cause you had totally. that experience and you knew, you knew what you had to do. And, um, I, I think that's really important cause I mean, well, but I still don't know anything about money either. So I don't know what I'm, I'm, I'll be 30. Joy knows about her. I'm 36 this year and I still don't know. <laughs> I um, mean, that's not the point of this, this conversation, but I'd be happy to talk about <laughs> <laughs> Like I said, <laughs> Um, it's what I do all day now and I love it fun no yeah that's why I I don't love it and I think that's why I have a problem with it but but what I was getting at is when you came in as a as a new military spouse at an older age and were the other spouses at the same like that you were dealing with and in spouses groups or just in in regular functions were they your age were they younger were they like how did you how did you meet them and what how did you feel like being around younger spouses or just of different ages yeah. sorry my three-year-old's standing here asking me for desserts or something oh, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> at least she didn't ask you for wine that's true <laughs> um so I was throughout that time or like you know circling back to the the Facebook groups and things like that um after after my boyfriend at the time left for boot camp. <laughs> um, I obviously, I like jumped on the Facebook groups for like the company and the battalions and they were ran by the crazy parents who live on Paris mm-hmm. Island. Um, wow. Very well run Facebook groups, by the way. Very impressive. Um, Somehow there were the girlfriends got on there and they started a Facebook group message, which was incredible. It was 75. Wait, like one big message. Yeah. One One big group message on Facebook. It was, I think there were 75 of them 
They range from the age of 15 to 27. And it was like two of us at the end of the top of the scale. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Everyone else was like, you know, hovering around there in high school. Some of them were still in high school. Um, And it was like reality television. I loved oh every gosh. minute of it, but not in like not in a nice way. It was like you watched <laughs> was the Michael Jackson meme watch. with the popcorn. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> no. So like I would I would download the messages in the morning before I got on the subway to go to work. It would be like a thousand messages. So it would take my whole commute like thirty minutes to read to like catch up, oh and then I would do the same thing on my so way good. home. It's like binge watching Netflix. It was. It was there. like watching Teen Mom. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was like some cross between Teen Mom and like True Life and Catfish. Because one girl did catfish us. No. That's great. That's great. It is. That's the best. So, I mean, I think that was a real, that was like my first experience being a significant other to to a Marine. Oh, man. Not quite a Marine yet. Were you like, mm-hmm. were you like, were you freaked out? Were you like, what is this? Did you think that everybody was like that? Or did you kind of understand that, well, this is a lot of younger They're folks like, in here? Yeah. I think it was more the age thing. Cause I yeah. feel like, I guess, I don't know. I could, I could empathize with them and like being, being 16 or like even being, mm-hmm. being just the generation right below me um and like never have like they've never not been able to text their boyfriend before like that it's always that is a good point available um and I that was that, really freaky for them <laughs> I guess that's something I never even thought of but yeah mm-hmm. I guess that is a big thing to have that instant response and you're used to it and you can't yeah. have it and then all of a and you and I mean I just feel like people that age and actually I mean even me it's like now I'm like oh you didn't respond in like an hour what's happening yeah like, so like that first three weeks where the the mail is all screwed up and like they're not getting mail we're not getting mail like everyone's freaking out like that was a very trying time for everybody mm-hmm. and I got to watch it all unfold <laughs> <laughs> oh <So> good <laughs> Oh, joy on the subway. I mean, that's a great way to pass time. I feel like now I should like get in on the Facebook groups again, just to. I know. I don't think there's anything like that. Like it might've been specific to the, to like the company that. I don't think so. I think it's all over all branches. (laughs) I mean, a 75 person Facebook message is a little extensive though. Well, yeah. Yeah. But they were just trying to hide from the moms though. That's why I feel like they did that. Oh, yeah. that's yeah, a yeah. Good point. like okay, I didn't think about that. You know, yeah. the families didn't want to see everything and like, like they didn't want them, yeah. So okay. that was the that. main thing. That makes uh, sense. Well, but did you end up finding like when you when you you got married and you got to your first duty station, did you end up finding a group of military spouses that you could really relate to? And were they um, I mean, because that was kind of one thing that when um, 
my husband's a little bit older for his rank because he's he was prior enlisted and then he went through OCS and so he's been in I mean he's been in at this point he's been in for 15 years and he'll be 40 this year he's probably gonna kill me for saying all this but um but so he's older than a lot of people at his current rank and so when I mm-hmm. went in um, a lot of the folks were I mean they weren't too much younger than me they're about five years younger than I was but even still five years sometimes is a big is a big jump just depending mm-hmm. on where you are did well, you have five years is like two moves that's true. So you've got two moves on these people you know that have never true. done it before so yeah so this is my first duty station and oh, okay so I would say like getting here like I met Leslie on we're in we were like originally internet friends and then yeah. met in real life and now friends so like mm-hmm. I would say she's probably the only spouse that I've really been able to relate to and like we hang out and have stuff in common um right the other the wives in um in my husband's unit now they are mostly they're all younger still um it's not the same level of immaturity as I found in like the boot camp group, um, just because of I think the nature of the MOS. Um, most yeah. of the guys were a little bit older, like most of them had tried college and decided it wasn't for them. So that adds a couple years onto them. That's interesting. Um, so same thing with the with the wives too. Like I think we're still the oldest, but there's a little bit more maturity there. Um, I also, I, my husband, he, like I said, he grew up in the Marine Corps and he's like lived on all of the bases. Uh, he's done his whole tour already, <laughs> but I never lived on base. Like I've never had any of those experiences. So I actually feel like I'm missing out by living off base or like never have gone through that experience. So I find it really difficult to like connect with other military spouses, especially like on our base. Well, we've, mm-hmm, yeah. I've never, Our base is kind of, uh, not as awesome as everybody else's too. Um, I mean, I feel like just cause both of us are here at Cherry Point and it's just a very small, um, base and it is kind of hard to get in. Well, and plus know, your, maybe. your surrounding community is small too, I think. So that probably has yeah, it's to just do it small. too. Cause we've never lived on base ever either. We've lived always off base and, a couple of the duty stations we um I got really involved in the spouses group and that really was great I mean it was a fantastic I always recommend people get involved with the spouses group if you can especially if it's a deploying duty station for you Mm -hmm. because that for me was like my saving grace it was amazing um but do you do like any like the business networking or Leslie you have a group at your coffee shop do you or joy do you join that group yeah, yeah, yeah. So we do that, or like, and I'm a part of the Millspo project. So oh yeah, good, good, good. Okay. Yeah. So like at large, I have some connections, just like the, you know, within the unit or within the within the base or the. You just station, you don't yeah. I don't have much community. Yeah, that's, and I think that you'll find that just in certain specific spots, and it kind of stinks when that happens, but um, getting involved in any sort of military spouse group, I think, is definitely helpful, and you know, Leslie and I have never met in person either. We've only, (laughs) we're internet buddies. (laughs) I love it. Yes, we are. (laughs) 
Yeah, I think with the the spouse groups, it's it's a weird divide of um, you know the moms. Mm. There's like the new oh, moms. There's the moms that have been around a while, like their kid, they're like actual kid ages. Um, and then you've got like the really young ones. And then there's yeah. no, there's like not a great place for someone who is in their mid to late twenties without children. Yeah. I've true. been there, done that. That was me. <laughs> like, it's kind of a weird limbo. Yeah, that yeah, was me. It is a weird true, limbo. Because... I had a kid and I'm like, Joy, I can't do anything because I have this child. Oh. Well, and most of the, most of the things that, that they do for, if there are events, it's children's stuff. It's family stuff. And, and nobody trying to do kid stuff all the time. Even moms. I don't want to do break. kid stuff. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I used to make a point to be like, okay, we are going to do murder mystery tonight and we are going to do this so and are you okay? Okay. Just check. <laughs> What are you Speaking eating? of children that we don't want to hang out with. <laughs> She's eating ketchup straight out of the Chick-fil-A packet. You know how you can take off the top? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's just eating it like this. She likes, likes the condiments. There's the timer. <laughs> Turkey's done. Right. <laughs> Yikes, ladies. I don't know if we talked about anything. <laughs> oh, we talked about plenty. No, you talked about all kinds of good things, Joy. Really. Um... Yeah, I think that it's really difficult coming in as, I mean, I'm older, but I feel like the older I get, the further away from like the military spouse community I get, you know? Mm. Yeah. Well, I'd love to hear, so you came in, you like came in at the average age. So like, what was your experience at the beginning? And like you said, it's changing as you get older. Yeah. So at the very beginning, actually, my husband was like, we can't like do anything on base because it's not the cool thing to do when you're 19 and a brand new, you know, like a boot. Um, But then I I very quickly realized in San Diego, especially living off base, that I was very disconnected. So I just kind of made the push to do that and talk to my fro and um, which is a family readiness officer. What do they call them in the Navy, Brittany? I have no clue. I don't know. Head head military (laughs) No, she was a civilian. Oh, oh, you mean like the CO's wife? No, just like the person that facilitates all the things for Um, your unit. Um, for us, it would be the FRG leader or the president of the spouses club. Yeah, we got to cover all branches here. Um, and so I made my way in, and that was great. But most people, um were like my age but I will say a lot of them did have kids already too even when I was like 20 or 21 lots of them had babies already and I was like "Mm -mm, nope (laughs) yeah so you've done the no kid thing for a while too yeah I did do the no kid thing and I did find it very just awkward like all of a sudden you couldn't relate to anybody because they had kids and that's all they talked about joy do I do that do I just talk about my kid I hope not no I think you try really you're like very intentional about (laughs) not doing that and I feel bad too because it's like I also don't want to assume that all they want to talk about is their kid. So, but then like all I can ask them about or all I know, like how to start conversation is about the kid. Mm. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. And I think that that's just like, yeah, you just do that. It's the one thing that you have in common or you don't have in common, but conversation starter. And yeah, it kind of, um, this space is also just very um, strange. And I don't, I'm curious to see if that's like a phenomenon in smaller bases, uh, military wide. 
I don't, I've never, this is my first small base. We were at Camp Pendleton before, and then we were recruiting duty, which recruiting duty is civilian land. So I yeah, so your friends were c- civilian folks. Yeah. And I found that's a whole nother situation. We could do a whole nother podcast on just recruiting duty or wherever you are in civilian world versus on a base. Yeah. And I found it much easier to make friends with civilians. I don't know. I don't know if that's a thing. Anybody? Yeah. I know more about civilian life than I do about military life. So <laughs> mm-hmm. I'd say most of my friends are still civilians. Yeah. I don't know. I don't really have friends anymore. So. You've got your real kid and you've got your business. And your other yes, job. exactly. Yep businesses that's that's what's going on right now and i love every second of it but but yeah yeah. joy way to stay on track though yeah you you actually helped us stay on track because seriously it's like we're we're like toddlers going like (laughs) like this (laughs) because it's very hard i don't i give i give any podcaster a lot of credit for being able to like thread a cohesive story (laughs) Brittany's I'm a, so good at it. I'm a good I'm a editor. editor. <laughs> I'm like, well, and there's that. I just have like random comments to make. Just throw shit in there. Like, yeah. say, so, you know, positive things about coming in later is, you know, like I already know how to be a person in the world, you know, mm-hmm. like how True. to, how to get a job and how to talk with other adults and you know how to find other hobbies and like have a life outside of my significant other individual well and live by yourself too because i'm assuming you're not from are you from new york because you said you lived in new york so are you yeah so i'm from all over the place i mean i grew up in oklahoma Uh, i did live in new york so like that was that's kind of crazy like moving from new york city to uh to newburn north carolina um but I mean, yeah. did you live there on your own by yourself, like graduated from college and went there on your own? So like yeah. you were there al- by yourself and a lot of military spouses, especially if you marry in younger, you're not used to being yeah. by yourself. You leave your house with your parents and then you move in with your husband. Right. Right. You don't so, actually know how to, and then deployment all of a sudden comes. Oh yeah. And it's like, yeah. how the hell do I Gosh, do that's got to be oh. scary if you've never been by yourself I didn't even think about mm-hmm. that but that it has would be to really be scary and like because you don't have and then I feel like a lot of other like younger wives are trying to like figure out school and mm-hmm. they have to do it online or at some rando community college so they're missing out on that whole experience mm-hmm. um, and you know your whole world can really be like easily be wrapped around your spouse so when your spouse yeah. is gone for like unspecified amounts of time and like, without any sort you of totally lose yourself it's like yeah because if that's what your life revolves around and then they're gone and it's like okay well now what do I do because I never <laughs> did anything you know didn't have a job and didn't have you know wasn't in school or it, whatever it is you just mm-hmm. lose that identity because I think a lot of military spouses identify with their husbands yeah their job absolutely and yeah so, ladies, we got to change that. So, Joy, thank you so much for joining us today. And you know what? Can you give us just a quick 
over like introduction we didn't ask you earlier to introduce yourself so just sure. give us a quick introduction of who you are my name is joy lou um we are stationed at cherry point and i've married into the marine corps um uh, by pr by profession i'm a certified financial trainer at the financial gym so i help people with their money um like a money coach if you will um and i also have a background in marketing and advertising well thank you so much for joining us today everybody at mill spouse coffee house we will get with you next time y'all i wanted to tell you real quick about financialgym.com i have been working with joy over there the past couple of weeks and she's a fellow military spouse and she rocks she came up with a really easy understandable financial plan for me and I'm not someone who really likes to talk about money and she made it so easy for me to just okay this is what I need to do this is what I need to do got it got it got it and I can go ahead and implement this plan and then we're gonna have a check-in call in a couple of months so she can make sure that I stay on track and we'll see what grade I get in August I'll report back don't worry you should definitely check it out too. go to financialgym.com you can set up a free consultation. Let them know that Mill Spouse Coffee House sent you. And then let us know what you think. I know you're going to love their service because I did. I'm kind of hard to please. And it was a great experience. Financialgym.com. Check them out. That's it, y'all. Thanks for joining us. We hope you had a great time today. And we'll hope you'll join us next time. Have a great day.